Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Six pounds, pounds. Wherever you are, welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in herbal. Herbal? <laughs> herbal? Herbal? It's there. It's there. And I don't care what you say. It's a real word and I did it. And we're putting it there. My name is Summer Yeager and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And Joy, I just want you to know that you're the best part of my Fridays. Oh. It's just true. It's just true. That's cool. It is cool. Let's not get too. You're, I mean, honestly, you're probably the the <laughs> best part of my Fridays. Like, it's cool. You know, like Friday <laughs> that we're not doing Sheologians. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh yeah, today doesn't really count as a Friday. <laughs> it's not really a Friday. <laughs> this is a weird day. It's like the Monday. It does really affect. It does. That's just gonna be my compliment for you too. <laughs> You're right. I I am Joy. And that's my compliment for you, too. (laughs) Because even Monday, like Sunday through Thursday is Uh different on Sheologians. Yeah. Recording weeks. Or should I I say sat? I don't know how far back back it goes. It doesn't go to Saturday. I don't know. I don't know what today is. At least Monday. I come into work. Right. A part of my work is Sheologians. That's right. So it's different. The work week is different on the weeks where we do Sheologians. Yes. My weeks are super different. In a good way. Yeah. And I get excited to, now I get excited because Summer gets here and we prep, which part of it is just us <laughs> saying hello and, <laughs> hey, what's been going on the past two weeks? Yes. And, and it's we, just super fun. And we eat food and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just great. And I yep. really enjoy it. And I wanted you to know. Me too. I got my Max Relax on. So I'm doing a thing right now. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what this is, but like when... When someone in my house is like super relaxed, I like it just, I enjoy it. I'm like, look at you sitting in the laundry basket watching TV all propped up. <laughs> that is max relax yeah. right there. And then, well, like, it's funny because kids relax, can relax in a totally more hectic set of circumstances than yes. adults generally. Oh, for anybody can relax in way more circumstances than I can. <laughs> Like I've seen, I'm pretty sure, think about the craziest position you've seen a kid sleeping in. I mean, ridiculous. The floor. No position a human ever half has on the slept bed. on. Right. Yes. Folded in half. Folded and just noise level. I don't even know, but I just feel like with the holidays, like there's this kind of like relaxation feeling. Mm-hmm. It's also busy, but then there's like a coziness because yeah. of the weather. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... I'm really into it. I'm mm-hmm. like, now it's nice outside. So my dog like just like lays in the sun and the grass <laughs> and she just like throws it all out there. And I'm just like, look at you. Go, you. Yeah. Get it. Get that max relax on. <laughs> you just feel it. That's our message for this week. <laughs> get your max, get relax. your max relax on. Even though that's kind of not like I, you cook. I don't cook. I don't. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, I just cook. recently, according to my timeline, 
have gotten back from an international trip. That's right. To Australia and New that's, Zealand. That's right. That's right. Um, so we'll see how the recovery from my... that is going to be interesting. Yeah. My dad, like he's done that flight mm-hmm. quite a few times and I know it takes a lot out of you yeah. to fly to the land down under. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for you. Though. It was cool though. <laughs> I don't know how we're supposed to do it. Are we supposed to, like when when we record? Obviously, I'm going to be gone for two weeks, and then right. I was just gone because I got married. Right. So we're we had to record a lot in advance. But right. do I pretend like that didn't happen? I no. mean, now it's all doesn't matter because no. I'm telling them this. The truth is, we had to record this not on Thanksgiving week because Joy is going to Australia. Yeah. How about you tell us what are you doing in Australia? Um, end abortion now. And the team mm-hmm. are going to Australia and New Zealand to talk to churches. There are some conference events um, about media engagement surrounding this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, um, I like the way that Jeff put it, which is that um, when we had here in the United States, when we had Roe v. Wade, when all that happened and... Uh, abortion became quote unquote legal. legal. Uh Yeah. Um, We didn't have anyone to come in and be like, okay, here's what you have to do to stop this. And it's, it's probably one of the contributing factors to why it's still going on here. Um, So basically we're going to be that person, be that voice, be that voice that says, so your country uh, or parts of it anyway, has just decided that it is okay to kill your baby while they're still inside. Did that just your happen in Australia? I'm confused. In Queensland. In Queensland. It so it wasn't legal. Well, and then the part of our, the part of why we were going down there is because they did start to make, uh, they had a lot of, they had instated some pretty strict legislation about how close you can get to an abortion clinic. And it's like 500 yards. It's like some insane, not yards. Um, I'm Feet. totally blanking. Well, Meters. So basically <laughs> it's an insane, like you could be, you could technically just be going on a walk with your friend and encourage her to not get an abortion. And technically you could be um, so you're saying arrested like, if you were you're saying nearby. You can't. They, it's like you can't go and talk to people going no, into the clinic anymore. No, and if you do, oh, sorry, that's legally not okay. Wow. Um, and it's it's a it's like think like football field. Oh, wow. Um, so okay. not by any means like it's just so it's some so pretty made, strict legislation. They've made abortion mill ministry really difficult. Right. Okay. Um. So, uh, basically, yeah, we're, that was originally why we were going down. We're going to talk about media engagement because obviously if you can't get close to a building to call women away from it, um, you can still use media to try to teach people. Yeah. So there'll be that. And then of course, with the recent developments, um, they're, they, for those, for those people that are going to fight the decisions that have been made recently, mm-hmm. um, just we're just them, there to say, them. here's how you do this. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, honestly, we'll be posting those through Apologia Studios at some point. We'll be posting 
talks that are given Mm -hmm. um and i'm not giving a talk i'm there as like production crew Mm -hmm. yeah um and so they've done way more research about just how all that works over in Australia. Yeah. it's not the united states so right it's completely different so right. um equipping them you guys will different. have to yeah. look out for that because the guys have worked really really hard on their talks to in an attempt to sort of um give be able to be that voice mm-hmm. but in a way that's actually applicable right. to a different political system yeah um because yeah that can't have, be easy yeah we'd have plenty to say but they'd be like oh great that's not how right. australia our works. laws don't work that way <laughs> right, right yeah so that's yeah, cool it'll be fun yeah. australia new zealand well i'm excited for days. you i'm excited i'm really excited for you yeah it'll be i have to quite decide what australian thing i want you to come back with for me Ooh, there's got to be something from australia i want I don't I'll know figure what, it out. though. I'll figure it out. I really don't know what. I'm excited because uh, I'm about to go hang out with my dad, and he bought me something while he was in London. And oh. just any... London is like, that's my dream. Your dad is such a gift giver. Oh, my goodness. It's like, even if he language. hadn't come back from an international trip, he would still uh, have something There would something still be something. That's absolutely 1,000% <laughs> true. Um, there's always, like, something I find. Yeah. He's even like, it's I just like, I you. found this protein bar, this new yeah, protein bar that I really like. One, I bought you a box. <laughs> 100% true. I like this protein bar. Here's a box of them. Yep. Like, it's... I just love him. He's so crazy. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to see. Like London is my dream location. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm like tearing up because that's how much I want to go to London. Like I want, I want <laughs> to see London. <sighs> Let's go. Can we go to London? Okay. Okay. I want to go. Um. Anyway. Uh. Anyway, it's Thanksgiving week. It's not really for us, but we know we're gonna give you this episode <laughs> Thanksgiving right. week. So. Um. We decided to talk about thankfulness and that sounds like really kitsch and obvious, but I think that um, in true Sheologians fashion, hopefully mm-hmm. we have something a little different to say. Um, I could juke all of you right now that are thinking that by saying basically that if being grateful and thankful to god is kitsch then (laughs) then you get out of here uh, (laughs) you get out um no this is something a little bit more it's an obvious choice which Mm -hmm. we try to like never go for the obvious choice Mm -hmm. but now i feel like it's more of a challenge right like it's more of a challenge to you and i to like go with the obvious thing but try to make it like content that's well good also we had this we've been sort of like charting out our like potential topics for shows and stuff and so this came up long before thanksgiving and we just decided true we just decided i forgot that that we didn't actually plan it this way right (laughs) we just decided that we made as well i have it so together (laughs) um so as i was thinking through kind of this topic and what i wanted to talk about um i thought i was hoping i could bring this up to you okay and i'm not putting you on the spot but I do, this just will tell you how highly I think of you. I think even if I am not necessarily throwing you a softball, you'll still be able to hit it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so in thinking about thankfulness, we know that we should always be giving thanks to God. It's mm-hmm. like a command. Yep. And when we understand who 
we are and who God is and what he has done for us, there's really never any reason not to be thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my personal struggle. This is a little vulnerable. Okay. But it is something that I have to be very um, aware of and think about. Um, so a lot of times when I realize, okay, I'm not being super thankful for this thing right now. Um, and even our hardships we can be thankful for because we know that God is using them to grow us. Right. So there's always a way. When you see that in scripture, like right. it, all throughout scripture, whatever situation is happening, mm-hmm. the person's giving thanks to God, whether it's hardship or whether it's plenty or. That's right. Philippians you know, for yeah. That's right. So here's my struggle is I get caught in this cycle of um, denying the hardship because when I think about my life I am a female living in 2018 Mm -hmm. America right when I think about my life it's like and then I compare it to someone who lives in a place that's dangerous or difficult to live in or doesn't have access to food or water or has gone through trials that I will never know anything of. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I can't even acknowledge the hardship. Like that's my problem is because I go, well, these other people over here have had it so much worse. So then what I end up doing is not actually facing the problem because I go, I just need to be thankful. And I just that's need to it. be thankful. Yeah. Like, just be thankful. And mm-hmm. and then I don't end up actually facing the issue because, right. well, the issue that I'm facing isn't as difficult as someone else's. And I think the answer is very simple, but I have a hard time connecting it. So what would you say to that? Um, I would say, what is your perspective on sin in other countries? <laughs> It's there. Is it different? No. Than it is here? <laughs> nope. Nothing. There is nothing new under the sun. <laughs> so I think that, um, I think in a way, what you've described is something that we should all feel. We should all feel like we've kind of stumbled into a room we don't deserve to be in. Right? <laughs> okay. Um, but God is sovereign. Um. So, sin and hardship, we all know that that based off of the circumstances of our sin, based off the circumstances of our hardship, some things will look a little bit different. Like there are hardships that we, by the grace of God, will never have to deal with, like not having water or food um, or hopefully being homeless. Um, Those are hopefully things that we won't yeah ever have to experience right um but mm, uh, perhaps this is an oversimplification but generally those things those things are a result of sin um a lot of times tyrannical governments mm-hmm. um things like that mm-hmm. so there it's a result of sin um someone else's sin right mm-hmm. um and also well and so we wouldn't we wouldn't think of sin in that way mm-hmm. we think of sin as being the same universally mm-hmm. so blessings are also the same like we can't take we can't um take uh 
like the impact of blessing Mm. away from God just because he also initially blessed us in Mm -hmm. a way that he didn't bless some other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we, and, and you know, it's not, it's not a perfect, like comparing the sin and the blessing thing. It's not a perfect it's not perfect, but mm-hmm. I think you see what I'm getting at. Right. Which is that we are human mm-hmm. and there is, of course, there is hardship that mm-hmm. is harder than others. Sure. Um, but that doesn't mean that would almost be like, I don't know. I'm just trying to like, I don't want we sh- we shouldn't um, temper the blessings of God just because like i said he he already blessed us more right you know like if he gives you this initial blessing Mm -hmm. the next blessing doesn't mean less because he gave you blessings before before. got it um sure and the result of hardship Mm -hmm. so if if sin causes hardship then that by that logic um the united states is less sinful than another place that doesn't have what right right. so we can't we can't base it off of material like we don't get to say well i have a nice car so this problem i'm dealing with isn't real right like or shouldn't be faced or yeah this pain isn't real because i have a house right and i think it's and and it doesn't it doesn't do anything for anyone else either (laughs) it doesn't um it doesn't heal anyone else's hardship for you to you know sort of like skate over yours right just because it's not maybe not as bad as someone else's right um like it's just not i i would a part of me wants to discourage anyone from thinking of pain or hardship like on a spectrum i do think we can handle that topic with discernment and we can absolutely be appropriate yeah sure um but I, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea to, to put it like on a scale like right. that. Right. It's, it, it makes sense mm-hmm. because really we should feel humbled most of the time, especially when we're giving thanks. Right. Um, but we don't want to, um, I don't know. We don't, we, it's, it's, it's as much of a blessing. The fact that of, I mean, the blessing of being born in a country that has widespread food and water and electricity and Mm -hmm. housing Mm -hmm. um it like god gets the same thankful like he gets the same thanks for that Mm -hmm. it's this it it's not less of a blessing does that make sense yeah i think it's 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 so difficult i think for american christians to separate thankfulness from all the material wealth that we have right and ultimately what we have to be able to understand is that yes we have been really blessed and we should be thankful yeah for the material wealth that we have because even if you're poor in america you're still rich compared oh, to yeah. most of the world mm-hmm. um so i get that but then there's it's dangerous i think to tie our thankfulness to what we can see right because ultimately our thankfulness true godly thankfulness is going to be rooted in the greatest gift that we've been given and in the hope that we've been given which is in eternity 
and yeah. not on all these material mm-hmm. things. And so that's why if we lost all of our material things, we should still be able to be thankful because we still have the greatest right. gift that we could possibly have. Right. And it's so hard to, to, uh, when we're surrounded by so much, I think sometimes to remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's okay to like st- feel like you stumbled into the room you don't deserve to be in (laughs) right right but um you're there right and you didn't stumble into there right it was (laughs) it was given to you for a purpose right and so so the answer is not to leave the room right right yeah well that's just it's something i i need to work on more honestly um feeling like uh balancing the truth of I don't deserve what I've been given, Mm -hmm. but then accepting that I've been given it and therefore should use what I've been given for the kingdom and to bless others, I think is what obedience would look like um, with all of the things that we've been given. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just being able to be humble and be thankful for it and and not... um, I know I'm not the only person that does this. I've talked to women about it. We've, I think everyone has done it in some way. Some oh, of yeah. us just might be more given to it yeah. than others. But, um, well, and we like, and we, we talked about imposter, the imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yes. And so like, you feel like kind of an imposter mm-hmm. in yes. your hardship mm-hmm. or in your blessing mm-hmm. even. Yes. But the thing is, is that like, that is a complete case of mistaken identity Mm-hmm. Because you're not an imposter if God says that you're s- supposed to be there. <laughs> right. Right. And so then it's like, well, then does it become a pride issue? Because you're like, oh, no, no, this shouldn't be. Right. This shouldn't be. And then you're telling God what it should be. Right. And then yeah. it's like, wow, well, <laughs> yeah, better watch out. That's right. not a good idea. That's <laughs> never a good idea. So don't do that. <laughs> yep. But anyway, that's my kind of like weird little backwards, what I was thinking about thankfulness and okay. like how I... um. I think as humans, we, we are, it's a gift of the spirit when we can be thankful in little because we are Mm -hmm. greedy and we desire so many things. Right. And it's a gift of the spirit to be thankful even for hardships because that's not natural to the natural man, Mm -mm. but it's, it's, so we need to recognize and pray for that, pray for that ability to be thankful when things are hard, when things are ugly. Um, and that's not to say thank you for sin, but right. think because God is not the author of sin. Yeah. Um, he didn't give you the sin that's causing the hardship and he didn't give, or if someone else's sin is causing the hardship, he didn't give that person the sin. The blessing isn't sin. Right. The blessing is what God is going to use this hardship for and how it's going to mold you. And, um, I think that's it's something that is difficult to remember but absolutely necessary and it all comes from knowing god knowing who he is what his character is if you know god if you know and you believe his promises and you know who he is then when these hardships come you're going to know that it is ultimately for your good and for his glory so i really think that knowing god is like the key to being thankful right in hard times well and and in good well, times yeah right and i think yeah that's really what we just discussed is that the the hidden struggle of being thankful when everything's going well right 
when things when that you is, are immensely a, blessed yep. mm-hmm. um how to be thankful um do you feel like you deserved everything right that you got right um are you forgetting who it came from right um and are you like is your life and your identity and your happiness purely based off of where you're at right and if things are going well right you you don't need to acknowledge if you things are going well then it was you that got you there right if they're going poorly right it was god that's going to redeem you from it you know like right. that is this that's the thing we can all fall into right but yeah we should be it it's from god mm-hmm. and he's like imagine if imagine if like you gave clementine a, a gift that you that you thought was perfect for her that you loved and it was for her good and you knew that it would bless her um and she was like i already have too much <laughs> And you're like, well, but like, I love you. And so I'm giving you this this gift. Right. I'm giving this to you. Like, because I want to. Right. And she was like, no, it's not necessary (laughs) at all. (laughs) Right. You would be like, that's silly. Stop it. Yeah. Like, just stop it (laughs) and accept this thing. Right. Yeah. No, I know. And it's, you know, Jesus said that it's it's harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom Mm -hmm. of heaven than like a camel to get through the eye of a needle and which is impossible in my estimation impossible (laughs) and um i think just part of that is what you're talking about about how when we have a lot it's easy to forget and because Mm -hmm. you're surrounded by comfort and you're surrounded by all these things and it's like if you think back in your life like i i can guarantee you if you've been a believer for any amount of time some of the the closest most like precious seasons of your life where you were just in prayer and in scripture is times when you've lost something Mm -hmm. when you when there's been hardship because you're stripped of everything else and that there's nothing to distract you and Mm -hmm. you're realizing your need for christ and sometimes i think that's what he does is he brings you down in this valley um so that you can be alone with him Mm -hmm. and these other material things and people aren't distracting you and um if you haven't experienced that yet is probably coming at oh, some yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> at some point it's going to happen. But you'll still and the, the amazing part of something like that is that you will find yourself being thankful. Yeah. Isn't for that crazy? It, for like that you season. could be in the oh, lowest yeah. point oh, yeah. of your life and you could think like I will never ever be thankful for this. Right. And you will be. You will. You will. Believe me, you'll get there. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just think there's a lot to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. And I think just if you want to bring it back to scripture, it's all throughout scripture. People are constantly giving thanks to God for the good, really difficult seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always happening. Always. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So that's, I think that is the expression and application in our life, which is just always, just always, always be thankful. (laughs) Even if it seems silly, there isn't. There, there is no like limit on your thankfulness. That's you don't right. have to. There is the. It's an illusion to think that like God isn't blessing you just because He's already given you so much. That's right. Amen, sister. <laughs> I don't have anything else on that, do you? Nope. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you this Thanksgiving story. Okay. <laughs> okay, so last year. <laughs> we had to make a turkey for our small group. Mm -hmm. And by we, I mean, my husband bought a turkey and he was like, 
can you make this or small group? <laughs> and I was like, no, I've never made a turkey. How do you make a turkey? And so he was explaining it to me and it, he like helped me like, you know, it was like, just put this here, do this there, set this oven for this long and whatever. And then he got to the part where he explained that I would have to take out some like innards mm-hmm. or something and yeah. like a bag or something. Mm-hmm. Like I would have to stick my hand. Yep inside of a dead turkey body and pull out something that was for sure sometimes they're in a bag sometimes they're not like wet and cold Mm -hmm. and i was like and organs (laughs) uh, i was like i can't do it and he was like you gotta do it you can do it i believe in you please i believe in you please do this so the next day when it was all defrosted and sitting in my sink and i was like getting ready to do it i just I stood there and I was like, I had both my hands on the front of the the counter and I was like gripping it real hard and I was like breathing really hard and I was scared and I was like sweating and I was like, okay. It took me a solid five minutes of like mental prep standing there to like put my hand in this thing. Grab it. Was it in a bag or were they like loose? Well, <laughs> so then I texted my husband and I was like, I can't do it. He was like, okay, have Waylon do it. He's a little boy. Like he'll mm-hmm. stick his hand in he'll dead love turkey. That. And Waylon was like, no, <gasps> really? No, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. So then it was back to me and I was like pacing and I was like, okay, I can do this. We didn't have gloves or anything. I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. I am not. Mm-mm. There's something about dead animals where I just don't. And I'm not really into them until they're cooked, you know, like it's just not my thing. Um, so I, I did eventually at some point and I screamed the whole time, <laughs> like my hands in there and I'm fishing around and I'm just screaming <laughs> and the kids are like laughing. Oh yeah. I bet they were having so much fun. And I grabbed something and I pulled it out and I threw it. <laughs> I just threw it. Where? Into the trash can? <laughs> like just towards the trash can. Oh no. It was bad. And, um, but it wasn't. So then I cooked it and I was like, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) I left like half the stuff in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Eric said he found something in there, like after it was cooked. Like it might have actually been everything. And I'm not really sure what I. Like, I don't even know what I pulled out. (laughs) I really. Could have been nothing. I really don't. I know I pulled something out, but he told me there was still. I don't even know yeah, something in there. Yeah, they're all a little bit different. Sometimes there's nothing in there. Sometimes all the stuff is in there. Sometimes it's in a, like a little bag, bag so you can something. use it if you want. And sometimes it's, you know. I don't know. Just like, loose in there. Can I, can you guys just let me do the green bean casserole and like leave <laughs> me alone? I can do that. But like, that's about the extent of it. So, um, I, you can do all the things. I like get weirdly yeah. like into Thanksgiving. I know you do. Um, to the point where it's boring to people. What does that mean? Like people will be like, how was your Thanksgiving? And I'll be like, oh, well, let me tell you all the things, all the herbs, <laughs> all the spices. Let me tell you about my turkey brine. Let me tell you what, about it. What's a turkey brine? Um, a brine is where you put something salt. in salt water and yeah, yeah. spices for oh. a period of time. Mm-hmm. And so last year I was very proud and excited because um, I did my first salt brine. Mm-hmm. And I like bought a big brine bag 
and like made the brine and compiled it and put all these like whole like whole cloves and stuff in it and white wine and all these things and then i just babied it for 24 hours wow okay um, you don't even eat meat right um and i would i wanted to do longer than 24 hours but i had to br- do the brine in um a cooler because it's like a little bit uh my fridge is small right right <laughs> and just there wasn't a lot of room right and i didn't really feel like buying ice and keeping a turkey at sure temp for sure multiple days but um it was awesome brian your turkey I mean, people you're a great cook like i i know i know it was good like it was way my well my parents said like i when i do i mean i don't really eat turkey so like right um they're my they taste tested yeah. yeah yeah and um and so they said it was the best turkey i've ever done and i do have to say that the brine just kind of like soaked in and like softened everything and so that way when you go to like put all your butter under the skin and everything like that oh is that you, when the, i go to do that <laughs> when the, the skin because it's been soaking and the salt is there uh-huh like the skin like separates from the turkey oh. and you can like really like stick your hand oh. like deep in there with the Stop. butter no <laughs> i don't I'm so never, it's under the skin no. and it just goes right into the breast meat the worst (laughs) sentence i've ever heard i can't i get i get strangely and i get like excited like i have recipes and i have things i want to try and then i just make everything from scratch and i can't do it halfway you are fun mom it like allows me to um just really go for it and get creative and i was telling you before we started like i can't i can't rationalize having like a big fancy expensive dinner all the time but on thanksgiving i can and i can yeah. make dessert and i'm kind of upset i won't be at your thanksgiving dinner <laughs> like can you make sure to take pictures like i want to see yeah i usually try to take pictures of pies year? i did last year i also made a really good um oh no wait that was the year before i made like a cranberry lime pie Ooh. so it was like a key lime but it was cranberry that sounds really good actually yeah I mean, I can't make a pie either. I'm telling you, like, I can really make a green bean casserole, though. There's, it's not Thanksgiving without it. No, it's so, not. So I'm really keeping this ship afloat. Right. Is what I want to say. Right. So, yeah, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Everybody go over to Joy's for Thanksgiving. And also, there's no organs floating around in green bean casserole. Uh, yes, which is so why it's I right can handle it. So it's right there on Summers it. to-do list. That is why <laughs> I'm actually going to make, I'm not going to use cream of mushroom soup this year. Oh, what are you going to do? I, I have a completely from scratch recipe I'm going to try. Ooh. And it looks really good. And it's not involving cream of mushroom. Mm-hmm. And I'll let I you know I honestly think that's out. the reason why a lot of people don't like green bean casserole is because they haven't had fresh green bean casserole. Yeah. I'm going to make it fresh. And I'm it's not so going to use the fresh. soup. And I'm not going to use canned beans right. either. Because ew. And obviously I will use French's fried onions because well, I'm yeah. not a weirdo. Right. Um, and my secret ingredient actually in my green bean casserole that, um, as I always put a little bit of coconut aminos in it. Oh, interesting. It's really good. Like huh. it adds a little, 
and I have a little something. Don't tell anybody because then everybody will start doing it. <laughs> Ronald will do it and they'll be like, no, I make the best green bean casserole. <laughs> you guys, let me have my one thing that I can cook. Okay. <laughs> Look, the rest of you fish around inside of a turkey. You can have that. <laughs> you can have the turkey. Summer gets to have this. <laughs> let me have this. That's all I wanted. All right. Anyways, you guys. That is it for this week. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 470-465-0475. And if you want to keep the mics on, please consider partnering with us. I can't talk anymore. I know. The I words my, are not coming my quite max so easily. Relax is on. <laughs> um, uh, we exist because of our Patreon supporters. So if you would like to join them and partner with us, then go to patreon.com slash sheologians and you will get early episodes and Patreon only videos. And it's super fun over there. And we hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye. See me lacing up. Take the gold medal of. You told me I got enough. Don't need a thing, no. Just a kid born in the fight. Take a floor, yeah, I don't mind. Never know it's worth the try. Let him take a swing.